It's March 23rd, 2016, and the Kiev Major approaches. I'm Colin Detmar. And I'm Marty McFly, because I'm from the past. Nick, what are you doing? Is it 2016, Colin? Oh, god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this is ball. I'm not cutting d- any of that. No. <laughs> well, that's Nick. This is Ballacrow. We, we don't Colin. have the time anymore. This is Ballacrow. Hey, folks. How, um, well, we are in fact in the past in a sense, not not 2016, but because um, we got we are, left behind, we are going to record basically the episode we were going to last week before 7.03 hit and fucked up all our plans. Fun fact: 7.04 came out 30 minutes before this podcast. I uh, like this trend. Not, not too long, yeah. I like um, the trend. Fortunately, this one's smaller. We'll talk about it at the end. It's not as it's not as big. We can we can handle that one. I think quickly. we need to have a script that scrapes the Dota 2 Reddit, and depending on the frequency of when is patch posts, that's how often we record, so that Icefrog mm-hmm. knows when to, to release, when we're right about to record. He's like, oh, time to patch. I mean, it seems like he's doing okay. It seems like he doesn't necessarily need that. You don't think he needs our help? He seems to be doing a pretty good job of, of, of doing patches right before we record. That's true. So, you know, he's yeah. he's doing okay. He's got a thing. You know who else is doing okay? No. The 16 teams that have qualified or been invited to the Kiev Major. The Kiev Major? The what Kiev are these 16 Major. teams, Colin? Well, um, so one of these names is probably not correct, but the name is that Valve has listed is Wings Gaming. We all know Wings. We all know OG. Um, they have the Greeks listed, which, uh, that's Adfinem, but they are sort of, I think when this, when this graphic was made, they were in the middle of switching teams. I think they settled on somebody. They have a sponsor now and a team name, Hmm. but anyway, it's the, it's the artist formerly known as Adfinem, um, Team Liquid, Evil Geniuses, Digital Chaos, Newbie, Team Vici J, I assume that's Junior, Faceless, TNC Pro, IG Vitality, Invictus Gaming, Team Secret, <sighs> Virtus Pro, Team Onyx, and SG Esports. I've heard of everybody besides Team Onyx and SG Esports. So SG Esports is the team that made it out of the South American qualifiers. There were South American qualifiers this year, which is awesome. Huh. Or is it just it's fantastic. all of America in the past? Uh, I mean, or did like nobody actually come? Basically, I think I think basically, if you wanted to qualify and you were from South America, you needed an invite, or you needed to go through someone else's qualifier. You got really screwed, huh. um, because the scene down there is not is not huge comparatively. You know, yeah. it's 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 you know, everybody everybody bitches about Peruvians because you know they have some some. Uh, oh yeah, because mm, well, let's not make is... assumptions. But well, know. the story the like assumption is that they don't play in their servers because their servers are crap. And it's literally exactly. better for them to play NA servers. But right, I think right. a few patches ago, they talked about adding Peruvian servers specifically, I think. Or at least South American I, servers. Yeah, I think. They're, I, but like the... They're um, globalizing, Colin. They're maximizing their global output product. The issue is that reports. people from South American, the South American region keep coming onto r slash Dota 2 to be like, hey, can you signal boost us? Our servers are fucking broken all the time and Valve doesn't care. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. That's not great. 
But uh, anyway, South American qualifier, SG Esports, fucking, it's exciting that there is enough of a South American scene to have their own qualifier. It's exciting that Valve is taking it seriously. And uh, I'm excited to see how they'll do. I don't think they're going to, like, I mean, let's be real. They're probably not going to go very far. This is their first major. But Never know. I want them. I want them to have at least enough of a showing to to be able to to be encouraged and grow their yeah. scene. And you know they could go on an ad finem style run. Who knows? Or like a wings style run. <laughs> wings, yeah. Okay. Ti. Uh, but I mean, wings. Completely wings unknown. is wings is from China, and China is sort of an established region. Ad finem like, uh, Greece yeah. is not an established Dota region. You they know? were just unknown team. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's great um, to see new new places coming out. For sure. And uh, I mean it's just a video Onyx. game. It's not like you have to Oh, I play Dota, you know, in Colorado so that when I go to TI I have more oxygen than I'm used to. Is that a thing? Do you not, I know it is in regular sports, never heard, but Yeah. No, I was Okay. Well, oh, I thought, I mean, maybe I thought you were doing thing. that. I thought it you were doing a, a sarcastic thing okay. referencing to a thing that actually happened and I was like, well, what? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe we're going to see be players with, like, oxygen masks on. In one of those, like, those pressure tents some, at some the base of Mount Everest? The glue, f- the glue fumes. Just going to send them to Shanghai again. <sighs> well, we Team Onyx, you may not know, know the name Team Onyx, but you certainly should know some of its players. Who it's are? got players... Well, it's got players like Mason, formerly of EG, who you may know. Yeah, yeah he's like the old-timer, right? Yeah, yeah, he he was on. Yeah, he's been a, sort of on and off. Eg and several other teams. It's got Bulba, who you may know. Mm-hmm. It's got Demon, who you may know. Jimmy Ho. Uh, it's got Dubu, formerly of MVP Phoenix, and it has a relative newcomer who is their mid by the name of Abed, who recently hit nine K. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. they looked they looked very very strong in their. Is games. this a They're, self? Like a player-owned thing, or is Onyx something besides the rock-type Pokemon? I believe. I'm pretty sure uh, it's spelled the rock-type Pokemon is spelled differently. This is with a Y. Is it though? Mm-hmm. How do you spell the yes. Pokemon? I don't actually know Pokemon. O N I X. I don't believe you. I. You really Onyx shouldn't question Pokemon. me when it comes to Pokemon. I really have like really barely shouldn't. played Pokemon. It is. Wow. Okay, it's an I. Yes. Turns yes. out. Because it's a because it's a pun because it's a Pokemon name. It's not a very good pun, you know. They is it a Japanese kind of, pun? The Japanese pun is better. A lot of the time when you localize, sorry, great tangent here. Um, <laughs> a lot of the time when you localize those Japanese, the Japanese yeah, wordplay, yeah. it's mean, really any, awkward. Any but sometimes or... magically you get an even better wordplay, and that's wonderful. There are a few where it's like, oh, that's way better than the Japanese. That's fantastic. Um. And then there are ones where they didn't translate them at all, like Mimikyu, which is the same in English and Japanese because it's just Mimikyu. Well, it's, it's so uh, good. Engl- what's what's the Spanglish of Japanese? Is there a word for that? Do you uh, know what I mean? People people tend to say English. English? Okay. Yes. Which, uh, well, you have like El Yardo. That is Yard yeah. in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know, I know what you hot mean. Hotodogu uh, for a hot dog. I mean, if you were writing, it would be katakana. Anyway, this is... I need to get back <laughs> on topic. <laughs> um, anyway, it's... See where it takes us. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, it's cool. And some variety. The only problem is... The, uh, the 
Key of Major's Thunder is kind of being stolen because the Dota Asia Championships are soon, and they, uh, I don't know if it was that they did this or that the community digit, digit, did it, um, <laughs> but there digits. was a, uh, there was a big, a big point made out of like, hey, and this tournament's double elimination, unlike the oh. Key of Major, that's like, oof, that's a, that's a shot across the bow. Single elimination isn't sucks. It like, isn't DAC kind of Valve event-ish? Um, so the very first one, I guess this is... this is DAC has a weird history, I guess, because the first one was run uh, sort of like Valve-blessed, but not Valve-run. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was kind of the Shanghai Major, which was a disaster. <laughs> And now this one is just wholly a, an independent thing, but they um, they have enough pull and enough of clout that they're getting Valve to play ball, so they sort of have their yeah. own compendium, and they have a chest, and, you know, they mm-hmm. have some stuff. So it uh, seems like it'll be a pretty major tournament. Um, yeah. I don't know. I hope, like, one of the problems with these regional tournaments is they tend to bias towards the region they're in as far as, like, invites and, and qualifiers and such. Yeah. And that's not necessarily a problem, I guess. But if you're trying to be, like, counter-programming the Kiev Major, then you need to be a little more international than that, right? Yeah. So Maybe they're not. Yeah. I see. Who knows? Maybe, yeah, maybe that's that's something the community is assigning to them. But anyway. So secrets on there, but what happened to NP? I have not been following ProDota uh, NP choked. NP choked in the regional qualifiers. Um, they're just, like... They just lost qualifiers, basically. Yeah, they um oh. the last their last two matches they lost to Complexity and to Onyx, and then so the grand finals mm. for that regional was Complexity versus Onyx, and Complexity took it. Mm. Um, I mean, frankly, I think Eternal Envy needs to choose. He's been playing the two, he's been playing mid, and he's been playing captain, and you can't do both. That's just stupid. Yeah, overwhelmingly, captains are always supports. Like and it's like, five. there's a reason for it, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I think Envy is a good mid, and I think he can be a good captain. But you can't win mid lane while also forming the strategy and tactics in real time for all your other lanes. That's just too much. Yeah. It's not going to go well. Even if you're a pro, like, uh-huh. you only have so many brain cycles. Well, and also, here's the thing. When you're a pro, the people you're playing against are pros too. Oh, so it wow. kind of evens out, yeah, and that goes bad for you. No, but yeah, um, I mean, at this point, there's no like ridiculous superstar that's better than everybody else who could like play mm-hmm. three positions at once against other pros, right? Only right. against us noobs. I feel like that that era was like TI one, TI two, and then it started to die pretty quickly. You know, I mean, like there was that was the Navi engine hey, for I a mean, long time. If you if you build it, they will come. All that money, plenty yeah. of reasons to get good at the game yeah but like you know the the old navi strategies where it's where you watch like <laughs> ti1 navi which those videos are actually kind of hard to find but you yeah. watch some ti1 navi and it's like oh puppy is just puppy is everything on this team <laughs> these are just you know four meatheads following puppy around um and you know they got better but like Puppy is the only one, like, you watch the grand finals of TI1, and Puppy is the only one who appears to be playing modern Dota. Wow. And it's yeah. crazy. Um, How he made his name, man. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then he made a better name by throwing headphones at monitors. And, uh, you know, now he's, Watch he's rolling in that. Voice. Yeah. Is he still huh. on secret? What is the secret lineup? Yes. I mean, he is secret, right? Well, like, yeah. that is literally his organization. <laughs> is any other so team going to take him? Well, I mean, I, I bet I bet plenty of other teams would take him. I don't think esports. Well, yeah. I mean, good team. I, uh, here, here, guys. Here's some here's some cross promotion for you Ooh. with with a organization, a, a game that you know we here at Bottle Crow love a lot. We definitely don't hate Counter Strike. There is a, ca- a professional Counter Strike player whose name is Rape. It's just Rape. <laughs> esports is great. They're all professional. None of them Very. are dirtbags. Yeah. So anyway, I he. Fucking the fact that he apparently is is kind of emotionally, intellectually, perhaps physically abusive would really not stop him from getting a job anywhere he wanted. Um, yeah. Current currently, secrets lineup is uh, MP Mid One Kezu Puppy and Pile I Die. Hmm, okay. So I mean, it's, you know, heavy hitters. I think Kezu um, Kezu used to be on Complexity, and okay. he's now yeah. now they're offlaner, and I think he's got a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. Um. Or sorry, no. He was on. He was on Escape. He was on a Cinderin's team. Excuse me. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, but I think I think he's got potential. I think he can he can really become something. I think you know Offlaner is one of the most exciting roles to watch, just because there's so much potential for innovation there. But yeah, I don't. What, what is the Offlane meta now? Like it used to be, like T, uh, TI five. It was Universe because he was like a farming Offlane, and then it mm-hmm. became about control. With Clockwork? I think question mark. And then it stopped being about that, and Clockwork got bad. You had to like survive. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm sure there will be a lot of uh, very smart people that will tell me why I'm wrong, and I'm, I'm welcome. There to always that are <laughs> at six two six four on Twitter at me. Um, but it seems to me like the job of the offlaner now, given how powerful the offlane is with shrines and and you can do side pulls and stuff, is just to be a a, a core that does not necessarily need farm as much as they're able to make a safe lane carries life hell. Hmm. Yeah. So I feel like yeah. that's the, and you know, you need to be able to scale somewhat, but you don't need like an offlaner who needs to get last hits early is a bad offlaner right now. Yeah. More about so. like XP and stuff. Mm-hmm. Getting oh, XP power spikes, and, I guess. And, and pushing the other team out of the lane, you know? Yeah. Like that's that's how you seal the deal in a game is you have you know, making them respond to you I guess with mm-hmm. a trialing or something. I was gonna say Darkseer, but he's been <laughs> he's he's been sort of like, it's really, Ice Frog has invented new body parts to hit with the nerf hammer because everywhere else is too sore to hit anymore. He just keeps wailing away, though those talents are still pretty strong. But uh, boy, minus one armor. <sighs> Anyway, so that's that's the key of major basically. Um, I do want to mention there's a new uh, Mineski that Mushi is going to be leading, which is uh, exciting to see. Um, I remember Mineski's debut, and that was really exciting back in back in that TI. They didn't you know mm-hmm. go super far, but it was really great to see. They're yeah, uh, a TI. Yeah, as you know, Southeast Asia as a region is getting really scary, and it's really wonderful to see. That yeah. they're becoming a pretty major threat. I want to see, you know, I want every region to be a threat, right? Yeah. I, don't I mean, have any... I remember when I was like a, a complete Dota noob. You think I'm a noob now. When I was a complete Dota noob and I had, you know, 
I knew the stereotypes basically, and then I came and I like started watching some pro stuff and like watched TI. I'm like, wait, where's all the like where are the ten Korean teams to the two like North American mm-hmm. teams just destroying people? And then I found out like, oh, like Korea isn't just like the best at this video game, and that just shocked me. Like that there was actual more diversity than that. So mm-hmm. go Dota. Yeah. No, I I definitely like it is very encouraging to me that we don't have the the excuse me the league story where it's just like oh this is the region that is king and everyone else scrambles over the scraps yeah. uh, every year north american league of legends players get there they're like yeah let's go team and they send their team to the killing fields and watch them be like disemboweled on television <laughs> and it's grotesque boot camp get over that wall Get over that uh, MMR hump. Get out of that trench. Yeah, I feel like part of it is that um, if I'm able, to, if I'm able to just just fucking bullshit for a second here, right? <laughs> Go for it. Um, the way League of Legends sets, sets up their leagues and stuff, they're really like really insular. Like North American teams only play against North American teams for pretty mm-hmm. much the entire year until Worlds, Ooh. their big their big TI equivalent. Yeah. Um, and of course, Dota. There's a lot of of within region play because that's just how geography and money works but we do take occasions multiple occasions per year to play against international teams yeah and that means that strategies and trends and you know understanding of the meta spreads throughout the community rather than just having these little pockets and i think it's kind of neat yeah. to have this idea of like every region has an understanding of what the game is and then you have this big event where all those ideas crash together Hmm. The problem is that it turns out Korea is always right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I think I think the reason that like they didn't just start out and crush everybody had something to do with servers. Mm-hmm. I think I yeah, there there haven't. I think there haven't been Korean servers for a long time. I think there. Yeah. I think there are now, but for a long time, Korean teams just had to play on Chinese servers, which was not a great experience for them. Yeah. So. Well, you know, Korea. That's right next to you know Mongolia. Uh, Japan, China, right? They're all just they're sure. around there. Short drive. Yeah. yeah. No, we should just you should just create like three servers, right? America, Europe, yeah. other. Uh, Colin, I'm I think we need two America other. servers because I can't deal with higher than uh, twenty ping. You're right. You're right. America's really big. Yeah. Maybe like so. a north, south, east, west. That'd be good. And sure, then I'm sure. you know there's plenty we could you know put three other servers. Around like one in Europe, one in Asia, right? That's all we really need. I'm resisting a the South will rise joke, which would be really (laughs) bad. Um, Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Um, So, I mentioned that DAC got its own chest, right? Yeah. And it's like it's a bunch of I would say fairly well made sets. Have you seen the DAC chest? No. Uh, well, I mean, like, it's it's a bunch of sets. You know, there's a Legion Commander set, there's a, a Earth Spirit set, there's an Axe set, there's, a like, a Monkey King Ward that looks kind of cute. Oh. Um, yeah, these are, like, very Eastern-ish looking. So yeah. really weird. That ward is really weird. It's it's kind That's of unsettling, cool. but <laughs> yeah. it's kind of neat, too. Big ol' Um But I also don't think I'll get any of them, and it's not, like, you know... I am yeah. not Mr. Moneybags, but I'm also not pinching pennies this exact moment. This I is the guy who has the Juggernaut Arcana. No. 
and can't afford it, but I got it anyway. Um, I'm I'm that kind of I'm not that kind of rich. I'm that kind of stupid. Um, but I'm not tempted at all to get these, and I kind of regret getting the Juggernaut Arcana, and not because I'll never play Juggernaut, because I'm just sort of like, do I really there's care always... that much about cosmetics anymore? Yeah, there's always buyer's remorse for expensive cosmetics, though. No, at least the few times. No, the few times. Crystal Maiden, one. I don't regret it the slightest. <laughs> oh my god. I I have probably bought like grand total seventy dollars worth of cosmetics for Wind Ranger. I don't regret any of them, but like, I feel like I'm getting to a point where it's just like, I don't know. Everything looks fine, and I just, I don't know. Beating yeah. a dead horse here. I was wondering. I feel like I've yeah. Thought about this for a while because you know there's. The, did you know that technically we have classes for our items? We are Diablo. We have like uncommon we have mythical items mm-hmm. and stuff and now it's just like oh in this chest there's five mythical items yeah the, the, the like rarities yeah the only thing that the rarities mean is basically like how new is an item you see an item that's uncommon and you're like oh okay that was made at least three years ago no one makes uncommons yeah. anymore <laughs> or like what the heck corrupted items used to be a thing or something like oh that. man yeah there's that that whole like the dire tide shards thing yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you, I don't know how you keep things interesting without like being League of Legends and being like, "Hey, we're gonna have pool party, Lena, guys, get hyped." I mean, I think you just need to like, if I were Valve, well, okay, if I were Valve, I would probably see the numbers and be like, "Okay, I thought these things before I came into this office, but it <laughs> turns out I'm a moron." But I don't have those numbers. I'm going to continue to be the moron, right? And then you if would get Half-Life Valve, 3 made for me. It, nah, fuck Like it, a fuck good friend. Fuck Half-Life 3. What the fuck? Um, if there were... What? I would be like... Dota podcast. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> we'll talk more about this off uh, mic. We could, we could do a separate podcast if you wanted. Um, I would be like, okay, here are these characters. Here is Lena. Here is Windranger. Here is Luna. Here is Crystal Maiden. Here are like this list of heroes, right? Mm-hmm. cosmetic lock you cannot create cosmetics for these characters make it known to the community like we'll let you know when we open these guys back up for now if you submit a cosmetic for these characters we will not look at it we have enough for these characters we want stuff for troll warlord we want stuff for jakiro we want stuff for arc warden and monkey king and these characters that don't have as much yeah because it's, that's that. like you want to yeah. like part of part of the um, exhaustion, I think, with cosmetics is it's like, okay, this there's the, the fact new... that Pudge has a hundred sets and or, there's no like, IO items. Even, <laughs> even other than just numbers, right? Like, oh, there's a new Ember Spirit set and those swords are really cool. I've got immortal rapiers. I'm <laughs> not getting rid of the rapiers. That's not going to happen. So I mean, you could like switch it up each game. It's nice and easy now to switch out your cosmetics, but. You know, it'd be easier yeah, still. if there was a setting where you could be like, randomize which of my sets loads in every time. <laughs> that might make people like, no, really. Okay, you yeah, no, like I guess five you save sets. like preset sets. Yeah, you save five sets, and then every Your time outfits. it's like it's like load one of these five yeah. randomly. It's like that might get people to care more. But like right now, it's sort of like I'm not going to tinker with my cosmetics every time I load into a game. I have ones that I like, and I'll stick with them. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I say that, but in theory, like. I choose one set of anime items and I I'm done. Yeah, you get the you get the the blindfold 
And I don't yet have the anime hair. hair. I might, it's probably cheap. I should probably just buy it for like. And then cents. you take off his shirt. Uh, oh, and you oh, get those golden bashers. Whole different podcast. And then you give him a poncho and a poncho. That's actually faceless void. He has a poncho. It looks he has a so poncho. Dumb. He has a poncho. Oh. Uh, my I like a lot of Dota players. One of my old friends um, was very fond of just making character look as dumb as he possibly could. <laughs> And his faceless void was a work of art. <laughs> oh, it was garbage. The slacks way. Yeah. It's a strategy. Anyway. So, we uh, we had two special special events for this week. Of course, we have an Ags of the Week, and you also had your own challenge yes. for us, didn't you? Yes. Why don't, why don't you lay it out for our, our listeners at home? Okay. Well, this is... For some reason, probably inspired by Riot Game, open paren, S, close paren, I was thinking, or no, what was I thinking? I was probably thinking about Half-Life 3, to be honest. I just wanted, <laughs> you, don't you say a damn word. I was thinking like, you know, oh, it was Slax's lore videos. By the way, have you seen Slax's lore videos he's been releasing? I have seen two of the three. Yeah, the, I was just watching the third one earlier. There were, I mean... It's like good slacks quality. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. not completely jokey, like actually legit. And I was thinking like, you know what? We have this universe. What if you had like other games in it, right? We were mm-hmm. talking about like the Juggernaut Arcana and like what happened. And like, oh, maybe PA like sliced his head open or something. And like, I wonder what kind of games you can make with that. So I was thinking if I were to like, you know, send in their thoughts or whatever. And then Kyle and I will bullshit over it next episode. Oh, is that? Oh, something okay. like that. I don't I, know. No, I misunderstood. I misunderstood the pitch. I I had a game idea ready for you, but oh, go for it. Give it. Give me yours, because I have not done anything. Fun okay. fact: I don't think I've played Dota since the last time we recorded. I think <laughs> really? that's been like the longest stretch I've not played Dota. We'll in have to play after this year or month. Yeah, sure. I've been um, like moving and working yeah. and stuff. Yeah, you've Life. been busy. Yeah. Um. So what I came up with is an isometric beat 'em up. In the style of, I would say, like, Smash TV. Okay. <laughs> the It's Indeed. a co-op game with three characters. Okay. Possibly four, uh, depending on the future of Dota 2. Because the three characters are Storm Spirit, Ember ah. Spirit, and Earth Spirit. And what's special about them in this is that your remnants, your remnants work like they do for Ember Spirit or Earth Spirit, where you get them, like, on a charge-based system. But the thing is... The other spirits can affect your remnants as well. So you can do these combos where, like, Earth Spirit drops his, his, his stone remnant, but then Storm Spirit electrically charges it for Earth Spirit's next move. And you can do these wombo combos, and you're fighting waves of enemies. Very cool. So. like it. Yeah, I mean, a Dota fighting game, period. That would be pretty cool. Put uh, Luna up against... Uh, Big ol' tusk. I don't know. Something like that. Don't change anything about Shackle Shot. Just have it literally never latch. <laughs> yes. And also have her have Power Shot too, where she's just she sits there and she charges up, and then you dodge the skill. <laughs> it is simple. You dodge the skill. Make it a, like a 3v3 fighting game, and Sunstrike can target people that aren't on the field yet. Yeah. You take out somebody's teammate before they're on the field. 
<laughs> it's 2D and you know it just hits the whole screen, but there is a delay, right? That's what matters. Uh-huh. Yeah. For sure. But it, just in case anybody actually listens to the podcast, you know, feel free to write in to some sort of email and then bottlecrowreborn at gmail.com. Wow. And then I will force Colin to read ship posts on the podcast. For and sure. I'll include my own next time if I actually yeah. do the work. Do my I mean, work. The other thing we could do, Nico. Mm-hmm. We could just post a topic on our slash Dota 2 and then, you know, harvest the answers. That's not a bad idea either. I have apparently gotten to the front page of our slash Dota 2 with a shit post before accidentally. So I've only ever gotten there with like ideas. Like here's what's actual actual. quality content. Before I was doing this podcast, I basically did ags of the week on our slash Dota 2 and several of those did okay. Ah, I see. Uh, Because that's the kind of guy I am. The wolf of our slash Dota 2. Speaking. Speaking of, this week's Ags of the Week is Oracle. I think you already revealed this, but okay. <laughs> I, yeah, you know, you got you to gotta reintroduce. We got to yeah. hype it up. I like it. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, our listeners probably have, have four memories because I certainly do. Mm-hmm. So, Colin, what, what is an Ags? What is that? Is that like the Ag Center? I've been in the Ag Center in my rural county and they have like bull riding occasionally. There was this Oktoberfest thing I went to. It was pretty good. Is that what we're doing? I have this strange sense that maybe you're stalling because you don't have anything. Uh, no. No, I'm just sitting here. I'm not actually doing anything. What's your eggs of the week, Nico? My eggs of the week, well, I have two, okay? So I have Ooh. this idea. What if you give Oracle the eggs and it changes his ultimate called False Promise? It is False mm-hmm. Promise, right? It's it all is. the same and make no sense. So... And false promise. What it does right now, it basically makes you invulnerable, kind of like a grave for uh, seven to eleven-ish seconds, and then afterwards, all your healing is doubled. What if you remove the double healing, and instead, what it does is it makes you invisible for the duration, and it purges you every point one seconds, but you can still perform actions and things like that. So, what if it was just the old version? Uh, what, what, what do you mean, Colin? Nico, that's exactly what his ult was before it was changed. Oh. Hey, oh, wait, no, the, great minds think alike. Did it double the healing? Did it not double the healing back then? I don't, I don't actually think it doubled the healing. Huh. Did it? Maybe it did. I think it always has. Well, you, I guess, you know, great minds think alike. Ice Frog and I are uh, Dota brothers. Okay. So, okay. so my other you idea. didn't have one idea. What's your other idea? <laughs> my other idea. Um. So you know how when you're playing Oracle, there's all these decisions you have to make because your skills are so complicated. Everything but your Q and your R. Well, okay. Two out of four of your skills have possibly bad consequences, right? Your W oh, makes boy. people 100% magic resist, but you can cast it on anybody and they're disarmed. So you might disarm the enemy PA, but then your Lena uses uh, Laguna Blade, Refresher Laguna Blade. And does nothing because you didn't buy eggs. And then you get flamed. I'm really going to like what you're going to say next, huh? Yeah. Instead, what if you just remove all the bad things? (laughs) I knew that was what you were going to say, but it's still... (laughs) Why not? So on enemies, it just disarms them, but they don't get the magic resist. And then your E-furifying bullshit. Okay? It hurts enemies, but... When it hurts enemies, it has a longer cooldown than when you heal allies, which doubles the mana cost. So you either double the cooldown to cast it on enemies or double the mana cost cast it on allies, which may not matter, 
by the time you get to uh, late game. Besides the damage, the damage is definitely a big trade-off. Oracle does lots of damage. He does. He does. I mean, okay. I I don't love that idea, but like it's not super terrible. I I, I don't I don't quite love it either. But yeah. frankly, Oracle already does so much other shit. I'm like, what 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 do you do? Well, here's one of those things, right? One of those times where it's like, well, I feel like he's already a really good hero. So let's just give him something that no one thought he needed that's Wall probably risk really kick. OP. Colin, right? you're a genius. I'm going to go cash this check at the bank Nico? for Walrus Kick. Have you ever played Final Fantasy? I have played 7 and some of 9. Do you remember the spell Doom? Not the one from Dota, the one from Final <laughs> Fantasy. Maybe. What happens is a number appears over your head. Uh, and it starts counting down. I hated that spell. And when it hits zero, you die. <laughs> that was so bullshit. Now, obviously, that's ridiculous, right? Yes. That's so OP. So I figure we don't have you just die, right? That's mm, that's silly. Yeah. But maybe we have it do 3,000 pure damage? I could, I could deal with that. BKB piercing? Mm-hmm. Purges any, you know, like, if you yield Strong yourself, dispel. it just purges that off immediately? Yeah. <laughs> Super strong dispel. Make it um, a spell. No, but Hyper really, dispel. like, Rampage obviously, dispel. obviously, there are things you can do. I would, I would want it such, like, realistically, I would want it to be a couple hundred damage, probably, like a pretty solid amount of damage. But not I would like, like it to be a twenty-second countdown. But your team can channel on you to help reduce the dan. Nope. What I nope. want. Your team can channel on you to remove it, but it takes it like five seconds of four people a channeling. One minute cooldown, t- countdown. I want it okay. to be like if you want to lock someone down long enough to be sure that you get the kill, it's a lot of work. But you can cast it on people to be like, I don't want you here for this fight. Or you can cast it on someone as they're about to go in and they go, I don't know that I want this. <laughs> I'm going to be fighting for a while. Or you can cast it on someone when they're in Roche, and then they have a really hard decision to make. I think there's some fun potential with making it a pretty long countdown, but not so long that the idea that they're still in a fight is impossible. Oracle foresees their demise, bringing it exactly. more rapidly towards them. Something, something, flavor text. Insert salt chef meme here. Yeah, I like it. I feel like I like the part where I like the, the thing that, that I thought of, of course, where you could like somehow remove so that you can't just like choose to kill a support. Well, I mean like I I was joking about the purge. You could yules yourself. Yeah, but you can't yules allies. You can yules yourself. You cast this on a crystal maiden and then she's like, "Well, I'm going to go f myself in a minute." <laughs> I There's mean, no way I have 3k HP. I think you should But keep I, but the I said damage. I said not really 3k HP. That's I think ridiculous. it should do 3000 pure damage, Colin. But your your team could how about like a, how about a percentage? How about a percentage of your max it. HP? No, nope. I I want the carry. I want the low to be brought, or I want the the high to be brought low, Colin. I want a carry to have to stop and wait on a support to like channel on them to remove this debuff. But Deco. Okay. is this an unreasonable here's, here's, expectation? No, it's not. I mean, okay. Here's a theoretical, right? We're in one of our games, right? Mm-hmm. I am playing 
you said Crystal Maiden. I play Crystal Maiden. I'm playing Crystal Maiden. Squishy Support X. Right. You're playing your Death Prophet. You're having a great time. You're running around. You're you're killing some fools. I, you know, capture someone with my root, and then I get doomed. Mm. And this is not doomed. Whatever. Like, final <laughs> countdown. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. Final countdown. Um, and when you cast and, it, he says, it's the final countdown. And I'm... At this point, like, I, I use my W, I use my ult. I'm just about out of mana. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Crystal Maiden. I don't have a mech or anything. I don't have any real sustain for the team. Are you going to chase down their carry? Or are you going to stop and help your support? Tell you what, here's a better question. Are you going to go farm a jungle camp? Or are you going to help your support? You're going to leave me to fucking die, Nico. <sighs> yeah. yeah. I want I want some reason for... <laughs> I want some reason for Carrie to have to, or for it to like be bad for them not to do that. And I guess you being dead when you have no mana isn't actually that bad if we already killed their team. <laughs> I didn't say that. No. Okay, so here's what it does, right? If the support, if you cast it on someone and they die, every person on the team with more net worth on them gets a debuff until they respawn called guilt that makes them 50% less effective at everything. Because they feel guilty they didn't help. Guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds balanced. That's it. Final Did countdown. It. The flavor text is just do-do-do-do. <sighs> All right, Nico. Alternatively, I found I found one more. I was oh, browsing okay. Reddit earlier to give me inspiration. It, uh, uh, oh, I came up with a name. Vroom, vroom. Reverse, reversed fader. No, polarity. No, something like that. Poli- <laughs> reverse polarity. That's what it is. We figured it out. Yes. It flips all of his spells. That's it. So your root, it now, uh, well, it roots it allies, but it heals. Yeah. But the longer you channel it, the less time there is root, but the more heal there is. But again, it roots everything. So it's not just enemies. Because I, I, I kind of really like that. Because it's basically the same thing, but the opposite. Okay. Well, and then, then your W. You sharing, 100% spell amplify. Yep. <laughs> but max attack speed. Or, you know, a nice attack speed buff. He's still talking, guys. And then <laughs> purifying flames. Okay. It heals you, but then it slowly removes the heal over time. But you could purge the damage over time. And the ult? Um, so during the duration, it, it, it doubles all your heals. You. <laughs> it doubles <laughs> all your damage. Yes. Yep. Uh, you just yep. cast a cold snap on your carry. Yep. Okay. Well, this is a quality you addition. You don't get to, to talk segment. anymore. Um. Muting me. Uh, so Let's in Audacity, about... if you could just use as their yeah. like a blade tool. In Audacity, you could use to trim my audio for this part. I don't it's actually know much, how to edit on Audacity. That's that's amazing. No, I could totally, I could totally, yeah. Okay, and then we'll see. We'll see. I'll give you a mark for the end, so you'll see. Okay, there we go. And I'm there back. There we go. Hey, hey. Let's talk this about is patch seven point zero four. And I'm Nixie. Folks. Yeah. Why does Ice Frog just? Why does he do anything? He gets to do whatever he wants. What change here has 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 confused you? 
because I feel like they all basically make sense. No, it's more like sometimes he decides to, I guess with 7, because it's kind of fresh, it's 7.00, and then he instantly mm. released 7.01, stuff like that. Yeah. He just, yeah, you know, he's revising he pretty quickly. You know, it's one of those things where when a meta is young, he revises a lot more frequently. Or it's like he calls it a bigger update. Mm-hmm. 0.04. Sure, sure. Yeah, so, we haven't had any yeah. A's or B's or C's, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Or F's or G's, whatever the heck we were getting to. Yeah. Yeah. So it was more... Nah. I mean, in terms of items, it's kind of semi-big. It doubled the recipe cost of Hurricane Pike, so it's 500 gold now. And then another silver edge nerf already, so recipes increased by two hundred to five hundred. What was silver I mean, edge too good? Because it was like kind I mean, of heavily nerfed last time. It's one of those items, right? Like it and Hurricane Pike are both items where it's like you have one of the components of it, right? Like you're a person oh, yeah, who gets uh, uh, a dragon, dragon or you're a person yeah. who gets a shadow blade, and you're not not going to upgrade it. That's yeah. just an ability. There's like no decision. It's more just like. Once you have gold, you buy it, I guess. Right. So I can I can see wanting to okay. be like, let's make that a little bit higher of a mountain to climb. Yeah. Or like, not have it just be like, oh, this is the valley of choice I'm going to fall into. Like, of course, mm-hmm. I'm going to buy a hurricane pike. Yeah. 250 gold. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, like, the real solution to that is to give alternate upgrade paths, but hey. He's I, working uh, on it slowly. I'm not a, well. Yeah. I know, I'm not a game designer. That comes with its own problems, right? Yeah. But, um, but there are a lot of a lot of little tweaks to to heroes here. Centaur's Ags continues to get nerfed. Yeah, another ten percent. Mm-hmm. Which wow, Purge. I was listening to Purge. He said it might have used to have been eighty percent or something crazy. I don't know. It's been six. It was sixty percent for so long, and I yeah. kept like. People like to bait him with like, oh, it's just centaur eggs. I'm going to go pipe and stuff. Like, but no, 60% damage reduction. 60%. How did that stay yeah. for so long? And now it's suddenly down to 40. It was it was huge. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think 40 is I think 40 is probably a good number. I could see it going to 35. Mm-hmm. But 40 is probably a good number. Yeah. I mean, it's... It feels. Even if it just gave the... Uh, terrain ignore that it does also i mean that heck that's situationally pretty good pretty situational though i feel like for for teams that like i mean centaur's gonna get a blink anyway you know i I could think it'd be really good though like you have a dp and a slark or something and then for i don't however many seconds they're just gonna be on you it doesn't matter if you blink away over terrain or something Hmm. and they can cliff themselves yeah, that's that's Perfect. the real idea. It's like, okay, guys, we have a really shitty slark. I'm going to spend 4,200 gold. Just tell them that there's a DP on top of that word spot. I don't know why every also, hero in the game is Also make him rebind pounce. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know. Uh, More Monkey King that, changes, which are yeah. good. They uh, vaguely nerfed the slow on Primal Spring. By the way, PSA, Colin Detmar likes to level Primal Spring first just for everything it's really it's good i like were, it is such a support thing to see that slow and that little bit of damage and be like oh that's great obviously i need to level that first not in like mean, a, in a bad way it's just like it lets such... you aoe farm it lets oh you you my. can use it to you can use it to initiate you can you can be a support who's not used to getting items <laughs> it's just like 
the damage you get from Jingu, or even like the damage you get, or the stun duration you get from your Q. The Jingu, so the Jingu is definitely better. Yeah. Okay. I am I'm still not really sold on upgrading that Q very much. Like, I mean, obviously yeah. you get the points, you might as well eventually, but I'm not, I'm not convinced that multiple ranks in the queue early is, is a good idea. Well, I think this, this helps in your decision making because you can now hear the wind up for Primal Spring. As that's enemy. really, that's a really big nerf. And I think it's a good yeah. one. Well, my like, point about not leveling Primal Spring is that when do you actually level or hit a full Primal Spring? Tons of times. What? Tons of times. But in that time, you could have gotten two Jingu stacks. Instead, you channeled and Primal you would have been getting hit for a few hundred magic like, damage. That's not that's not a good comparison because if you were getting those Jingu stacks, then you would be engaged with them in combat, and they would be hitting you back. Time spent charging a spring if they don't know you're there is free time. But the range just isn't that impressive. I mean, it's good and it's big, but I Mika, don't know. that's why you get Aether Lens. Oh, that's what I was doing wrong. <laughs> Thank goodness that we can now your enemies can now hear it and just run away from you. I'll see you, they'll, you they'll go only the 031 bill and I'll be like, they'll only Colin. run back 200 units because they don't know you have Aether Lens. It's beautiful. Perfect. They're like, hey, I know exactly the cast range and AOE of this enemy spell. Perfect. I'm just oh, going to no. stand at 201 units. We've been outplayed. <laughs> outplayed. Hmm. Yeah. Other than that, you know, a lot of a lot of little talent tweaks, a lot of little, a little a little number adjustments. I don't know what's what's your big takeaway here. You think for for the take heroes? Well, I mean, we're gonna have to see. The big question is, are the nature's profits buff better or worse than plus six treants? Because now we have well, plus four treants. Well, plus four is less than plus six. Oh, that is this is true. Hmm. I don't know if you'd consider analysis. That. No, so. I you know I, I never even thought about that. Uh, Phoenix got some upgrades to, to level 15 talents. Um, well, just like last week, it was a 90 GPM talent, and now it's up to 150. 150. Which, like, yeah. sweet. And <laughs> Phoenix, Phoenix is, like, if you drew a graph of Phoenix's power spikes, it is like there's a spike at egg one, there's a spike at egg two, there's a spike at egg three, and then there's a spike at Shiva's guard, and nothing else matters. Nothing else he can like. Everything else is. I think nice. it's super dependent on your team, because Sunray is still an. Awesome oh sure, skill. no, I'm not. I'm t- I'm talking about your spikes. Sunray is a great skill. I'm not. I'm not saying Sunray. Sunray, but is bad. it's only good with like the right team, or like the right brains on your team to know what to do with it. Yeah, it's how much. Yeah. It's, I mean, if unless the enemy team doesn't really know what they're doing, you're not going to get solo killed by a Sunray. No, but if but you there's... have like a slow, sure. Or I mean, like right clicks. honestly, like you know, you and I used to play on a, on an older team where we saw a lot of Phoenix play. How many mm-hmm. times did someone get like solo jumped, and because of Sunray, they lasted so long that they probably yeah. still died, but the fight totally turned around. Yeah. Sunray is an amazing skill. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I would love a talent that buffed Sunray, and not just like buffed its DPS or whatever, because that's probably too crazy. But like, buffed. I bet you could do something cool, or uh, or you could do like a level twenty five talent that gave it an extra effect, right? You know, a fancy one, like also impairs enemy healing in the area or something. Do something Hmm. fancy with it, or give him a a cast range talent or something. I I don't think he has one. Or have Sunray heal him instead of damage him. (laughs) <laughs> that's a terrible idea yeah 
right in the garbage. Anyway, yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these just seem like little uh, little tweaks. Lone Druid got a little tweak to Spirit Bear damage at level fifteen, which um, <laughs> so is not going to be enough. Nobody's going to But take. I can yeah. see. But you know, it's sort of an indication of like Ice Rock being like, guys, I'm trying. I'm trying to make there to be two Lone Druid builds. And it's yeah. like, well, you're failing. But I mean, all, all of these changes seem to be in the same like train of thought or theme as last week's patch. Like just Ice Rog know. waving his hands and saying, guys, I'm paying attention. <laughs> well, I'm paying attention. Like they're the same kind of thing that happened. Like Lifestealer got another base damage reduction. I think he had one last week too. Queen of Pain got another Shadow Strike buff. You know. It still, it still doesn't matter, but yeah. No, it doesn't at all. Ooh, five hundredths of a second faster. Yeah. It is a long fucking animation. Oh, yeah, really long. But, um, and a minor puck buff, like base damage. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's like for the most part, I feel like I feel like if he hadn't wanted to make the changes to items, centaur and monkey king, I don't think he would have shipped this patch yet. But yeah. he's like I, these I ones just make feel it urgent. An incremental or something. Right. He's like these ones feel urgent, and I was thinking about these are the ones, so I might as well throw them in. Yeah. Uh, you had something to say about. The Sanj and Yasha, I believe. Yeah. Apparently. I'm going to verify this. Because if so, it's pretty huge. Oh, oh, oh real-time fact-checking, guys. Real-time fact-checking. Got... Okay, here I go. I'm pressing record on Audacity. I'm going to dota2.gamepeta.com. Searching Sanj and Yasha. Oh, let me check on Audacity. Okay, great. Okay, let's look at the past. Change logs. Here we go. That's a tab. Is this true? It yes. seems like I okay. was playing. Okay. No, so, sorry, I was stalling for time. But go yeah, ahead. No, good. <laughs> so 6.87 increased the proc chance from 16% to 30% on meme. 7.02 buffed it from 30 to 35. And now we just got a buff from 35 to 40. It like SNY has only gone up for quite a while. I mean, and a 40% doesn't matter. chance? No. It's not a good enough item. It's such. It's always been such a like. Um, Senzen Yasha has always been such a weird item positionally, as in like it's not a final item. It's sort of a like like. But it doesn't have to be. That's the whole point, I think. But, I mean, you're you a carry Nico. You guys are all about efficiency. You can't break it down into a Senzen Yasha. If you could, then it'd be really good. Because then you could be like, okay, then I'm going to get, you know, fucking a Manta, and I, and maybe they'd want to fucking have Albert. a Talbert. Probably not, but... I mean, even just a Sanj, like, until right. you're six-slotted is fine. No, I think that's good. You you still get Lesser Mame. Um, what is this, though, on that? Oh, Lesser Mame is actually still a 30% proc chance. It's but a 20% still, like, move speed slow. It's not bad, but I just I just think it's it's in such a weird slot where it costs... Enough that it feels like a major item to farm, but doesn't feel like an item you're going to keep. And so it's sort of like, why bot? People are going to get the casual Yasha, and they're going to work on something else. They're going to get, eventually, a Manta, right? I don't know. I think I disagree. I think hmm. that the more... I think this just needs a little bit... Or it needed, at least in the past, a little bit more power to make it a, like a nice, good item again. I and mean, people like... I could... I think I could justify buying this on a CK... Because attack speed, he has horrible attack speed, but benefits from it a lot. 
but you would, you know, possibly buy a Manta, possibly buy a Halberd. I would buy this on a Razor. Do Illusions benefit like from uh, Echo Saber? Um, couldn't tell you. Okay. Well, yep. I was gonna say, <laughs> I think I think probably you just want an Echo Saber on Chaos Knight, but I mean, you do, but then you want a Manta. I would definitely go Echo Saber into SNY. Hmm. On like stat based carries, I could. I mean, I I even bought it occasionally in the past. It's good because like it, it's basically the agility hero who needs to tank, or the strength hero who needs some attack speed and armor item. But like, and you can disassemble. Manta, Manta uh, gives you tank and no, it utility. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. You get the no. ultimate orb and armor. Okay, but that's twenty one hundred gold. Yeah, but oh, it's also an item you're going to keep or something. No, I don't know. You can keep a Sange. You can like. You could keep. You don't get an S and Y for like a late game item. It's like a a mid game. Exactly because it builds. I don't feel like I don't feel like mid game items have as much use these days. As I say, if you could Mm. break Sange and Yasha into Sange and Yasha, you can totally. You can. Yeah. What, Colin? Since when? (laughs) What? Are you kidding? Allow me to send you the link over this. Lovely voice program. Yes. Huh? Disassemblable, question mark. Yes, it says. Huh? Oh, boy. Okay. I'm well, going to play, I'm gonna play support one. in this game. We play. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, if you... No, this would be a horrible item if you couldn't... Or at That's least what a, a I thought. Bad. I thought it was a pretty bad item. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, folks, that was... We uh, need to get you by an S&Y on Crystal Maiden. It was a comedy I... Somewhere. Honestly, I don't think I've bought an SNY since 6.82. Wow, okay. That would explain. I think I bought it on a drow in 6.82, and that was the last time I bought an SNY. And I didn't disassemble it because the game was already over. over. (laughs) This has been Colin Detmar's 6.82. Stories from 6.82. Join us next week for Sniper. That was eight three, yeah. That was that was that was uh three or so. Yeah. All right. Well thanks for thanks another for one listening. in the bag. Quality yeah. content. Quality content. In the bag. This one oh. is in the podcast bag. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. This has been Thank Bottle Crow Reborn. Dota two podcast. You can find us on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or just plain old RSS and any podcatchers you want to use. Podcatchers, I like that. Mm-hmm. Like that is that is the term for your yeah. pod. Exactly protects you, you from all the evil podcasts. Idle thumbs. Um, so if you want to send us any questions or comments or feedback of any sort, you That's can send too them bad. to Bottle Crow Reborn. At gmail.com, that's the email address. If you want to go on Twitter, you could go a message to at BottleCrow, that's the official show account, or you could send it to at 6264, written out as words. That's me personally. I'll see it. I want to give a big thank you to Reddit user Promoti for use of his Harmonies of New Bloom music pack, which we use as our intro and outro music on this show. It's exceptional. You can get it in-game, and I highly recommend it. If you like my work on here, if you think I am an entertaining person. Or even if you don't. I mean, you know, if you don't, 
You don't need to humor me. It's fine. We don't have ads. I was going to say you should go to scanlinemedia.com, which is where me and a friend of mine write video game articles and do video game podcasts and all sorts of video gamey criticism content. But you know what? No ads on the site. If you don't give a shit, I dig. You're not taking money out of my pocket anyway. No, I do But that. I love you, and you should do that. Speaking of, can I have a dollar? There's some ice cream. It has my name it, on it. That'd be very difficult to get to you. Really? We'll work on the logistics. Venmo. If you'd like, send a dollar to at 6264 on Twitter. Just type in one dollar into the message box and click send. And then click record on Audacity. Rip my mentions. One record. Thanks everybody for joining us. And we will see you next time. Peace. Love and happiness.